time, and this was in the year 2000, in our lab, we were deeply involved in building all the components that went into an experiment called ATLAS, which eventually was used to confirm the existence of a very important particle, which is called the Higgs boson, which is... The so-called God particle. Yes, I've heard it referred to that way. I'm not exactly sure why. But anyway, back in 2000, we were building the equipment that would be then used in, in that. And one of the things that we were doing was using a lot of precision optical measuring equipment to survey the components that were going to go into this thing. And I was very impressed with that technology just as a measuring tool. And you say, you know, what if we used these detectors to scan these physical media to reproduce the waveforms without actually having to touch them? Right, so that was basically the idea. It was not really the detectors that we were building for CERN, but it was the optical scanning tools that we were using to help us arrange the detectors and measure them and characterize them. Aha, so it was not the gizmos for tracking the subatomic particles. It was the gizmos for calibrating the gizmos for the subatomic particles. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. I got excited about this idea. And the first thing I did was try to read up on how sound recordings actually work. Because the very first question for a physicist is, how big? How much? What do I have to measure? How well do I have to measure it? The tools that I have, are they good enough? Like if I have a ruler that can measure to a millimeter and I need to know it to a hundredth of a millimeter, I don't have the right tool. And everything I read suggested to me that the sizes of things that you would need to measure were in the right ballpark for the kind of capabilities that we had in our lab. So the next step was actually to kind of get an old phonograph record and bring it into the lab and see if we could actually get data from it. So in the neighboring town of El Cerrito, there is a very, very nice uh, place called Down Home Music. (laughs) And in Down Home Music, they had a whole room full of old records Now, many people refer to the old records as vinyl, which was the material that was used in the 60s, 70s, 80s, and so forth. But they also had lots and lots of bins of these older shellac records. 78s, right? 78s, yeah. 10-inch 78s molded in shellac that went back to the 1920s. And I just started rummaging around and just picked a couple of random records that looked scratched up and not very nice. And I brought them back uh, to the lab and started to look at them under the microscope. All through this period, I started to talk about this idea to whoever would listen, you know, younger colleagues, graduate students, and other postdocs in the lab, and so forth. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. i got to ask you about this. These are people who have devoted their life to, for example, trying to prove that this theoretical particle, the Higgs boson, actually exists Yes, and other for things. the purpose of understanding the origins of and the nature of the universe. The very nature of the universe. And yeah. you're like, check out this 78 platter. Right. And so, so actually, it was a kind of joke. Uh, I wasn't making a joke, but people kind of laughed about the idea. Because the instrument that we were using to do all this surveying was a very expensive piece of laboratory-grade equipment. 
And that would be the most expensive phonograph, you know, ever, <laughs> right? They cost, you know, $75,000 or something. And so it was sort of a joke. But I did tell people that I think this could work. So the basic idea, right, is that you have a phonograph record and it, there's a groove on it. All along that groove is an undulation. The groove is moving from side to side in some way that is a copy of the atmospheric variation that impinged upon the microphone when whoever it was was singing or playing their instrument. That is mapped onto this undulating groove. What I realized, what I understood, is that you would need to measure this groove 500 million times as you went around the record in order to get enough time slicing, okay, to catch all the sound. We would need to measure...